Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Man, God is good to me. Yeah, he is. It's good to all of us. Just we got to stop sometimes and acknowledge it. All the small things that happen to you, they're just direct favor and blessings from God. All of them. All of them. All of them, man. So don't take it for granted. Don't take for granted that you woke up this morning. Please don't take that for granted. That's a great, that, you know what that says to me when he wakes me up in the morning? When he wakes me up in the morning, it says to me, Steve Harvey, and you could take this yourself. It says to me that God ain't through with me yet. That God still has a plan for me. That God still has a mission for me. And that God still has blessings for me. So I wake up every day and I try to realize I don't always do it, y'all. You know, sometimes I wake up on the wrong side of the bed like you. I get off to a little rough top, but I catch myself always somewhere. And I go, wait a minute, man. Hold on. You tripping. What you got your mouth stuck out about? What Did you forget the blessing that it is to wake up, Steve, for real, man? So you're going to get up here and, and you're going gonna to claim yourself not to be a morning person. Man, you know how many people out here say that? I'm not a morning person. Why would you lay claim to that? Why would you make that part of your makeup? I'm just not a morning person. When... If things go right, this is something you're going to do every day the rest of your life. Wake up. So you're going to wake up every day like that, and then you need certain things to happen in a row in order for you to get your motor started or in, the, or in order for your day to get off the right way. If you don't hear some bad news, that blow it. If you get up to go to work, that blow it. If you hit an alarm clock, the sound of your alarm clock make me sick, change it. Get another alarm clock. Do something. Do whatever you got to do to start jump-starting your day so it doesn't start off where you got to acknowledge the fact or lean credence to the fact that, hey, I don't like mornings. Man, I love mornings. Wake me up in the morning. Thank you, man. Thank you for waking me up in the morning. Thank you for giving me a chance. Another. Thank you for not being through with me yet. Man, thank you for just getting me up so I could just go do it again. So, you know, I, I just I just wanted to share that piece with you today. But also, I wanted to talk to you about the process, the process of becoming successful at whatever it is you want to become successful at. Once again, when I'm talking about success, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about whatever you want to be successful at. Now, if that's a financial thing you're shooting for, a financial goal, ain't nothing wrong with that. Cool, this is for you. If you're trying to become a success at school, this is for you. If you're trying to become a success down at your job, in your career choice, cool. If you're trying to be successful in a relationship, cool. This is for everybody that's trying to be successful on whatever level. Here it is. You must understand the process. This is not instant coffee we're making here. Your success in whatever area concerns you, this ain't 
instant coffee here. You put hot water on it, you got coffee. This is the process. Let's, let's matter of fact, let's use coffee as an example. A lot of people are not successful because of just that. They want it to be like instant coffee. Well, I done put this hot water on it. Why ain't I got coffee? Because you got to go through the process. Somebody has to plant something. To get a real good cup of coffee, somebody got to plant something. A seed in the ground. The seed is covered with dirt. This is the process of becoming successful. This ain't instant coffee. This ain't put hot water in it, stir it up, dash your coffee, start your day. To become successful, we all want this cup of coffee, but this is the process. Somebody has to put a seed in the ground. Somebody has to cover it with dirt. Someone has to tend it. Someone has to farm it. Someone got to look after it. Somebody got to water, water it, nurture it, fertilize it. Then that seed sprouts up out the ground, becomes a plant. Now this plant got to be tended to, watered, nurtured, pruned. Then after a couple of years or some time goes by, that plant bears a fruit or bears a, a, a plant, a, a, a vegetable, whatever they phrase it, or whatever they use as the term for it, and it produces a coffee bean. Now this coffee bean has now got to be harvested. It's got to get picked. See, this ain't instant coffee, y'all. You know, Juan Valdez got to come by on a donkey. You seen the commercial. He got to pick it. Then they got to package it. Then somebody got to ship it. Now, after it's shipped, it's a coffee bean in a package. But now, guess what? On this end over here, somebody got to pay for it. Then it's got to be the particular brand that you want. Or it's got to be the brand that tastes best to you. Somebody got to purchase it. Then we take that bean home. Now, guess what we got to do? Still, still got some work to do. If you got coffee beans, you got to have a coffee grinder. You got to meal it up to the right consistency. Then you got to put it in your pot. You got to heat up some water to a, terp to, to, to a certain temperature. And then you got to get it to boiling. I mean, what, you know, whatever temperature it is, you got to get it to boiling or near boiling or whatever. And then it's got to do, go through another process called brewing. It's got to brew. Then when it's done brewing and the aroma fills the house and that fragrance that you love so much to smell a coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, but we're just using this as an analogy. Then you get to pour yourself a cup. That's the process. You got to understand there is a process to becoming successful. Ain't no shortcut. There ain't no instant coffee that tastes better than the coffee I just described. And it don't last that long. And it don't belong to you. You didn't earn it. It's instant. It just don't taste the same. It's been freeze dried for your convenience. The best coffee in the world is brewed. 
It's a process. Your success is a process. Don't get deterred by the process. Don't give up because it seems like it's too many steps. Keep taking. Don't let the process stop you. Be determined. As I always say, you got to get funky with this thing. You, j- you got to be a little mean sometimes. If you want to be a winner, you got to be mean. You got to have some dog in you. I'm just going to tell you the truth. You got to have a dogged determination. You got to lock on like a pit bull and don't let go. You got to be a sneak, sniff it out like a bloodhound. You got to be able to run. You got to be able to run like a wolf. You got to have some dog in you, man. You can't get determined. You got to go get it like a Labrador retriever. You got to have some dog in you. Don't let the process defeat you. That's what stops people from becoming successful. That's why there aren't more successful people in whatever area you're talking about because the process gets to them. I'm tired of planting. I'm tired of picking. I'm tired of fertilizing. I'm tired of watering. I'm tired of grinding. I'm tired of waiting. I want want the coffee. Now it's a process. Success is a process. Don't turn around, y'all. Keep praying. God will help you. Keep moving. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Eighteen, eighteen minutes after the hour, y'all. Welcome to the ride, Steve Harvey Morning yeah, Show. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> it's Groundhog's Day, right? Groundhog. <laughs> Grown hogs or groundhog? That is the gr- are they young or old? <laughs> what are you talking about? For me. <laughs> You said it's grown hogs. Oh, I did. Groundhog. It sounded like grown. Shirley, Shirley, is it Groundhog Day today? Yeah, it's February 2nd. Yes, it is, sir. Oh, okay. It's February 2nd. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Every year. Punxsutawney Phil. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. My boy Butch's birthday was yesterday. Oh. He's the youngest member of the 112th Street gang. He is finally in the 60 Club. What oh, he's that? 62. Oh, oh. Yeah, all my boys I, I mean, grew up with also. has turned 60. Manny Calhoun, Al oh, Brown, right. uh, Ricardo Prude, myself, mm-hmm. Lil John, and then Butch was born uh, February 1st yesterday. So he's the last one. We all text each other. We all still friends. Are you still calling Lil John Lil John? Yeah, yeah, he's still Lil. Mm. <laughs> he, he ain't got no idol. <laughs> yeah, he's wider. But he's the same. He's still Lil. Because all us is wider. Mm. So. Uh, okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Where's Onion? Where's Onion? Uh, that's him. Onion all. Yeah. And Sonny Lil, Calhoun. Lil John. Now, Sonny Calhoun, pimp. He he what, He what? older than us. Oh, He's still yeah. a pimp? Surely he... Surely, huh? I don't. is he still here? You can't talk he about can't, that. He can't sure. say that. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you don't well, he know none of the hood really, huh? <laughs> he said it though. This ain't an yeah, occupation that, I mean, you talk about. Yeah, I mean, pimps <laughs> never it? die. Oh, okay. They just multiply. Okay. No, they don't multiply, Shirley. <laughs> pimps don't multiply. Shirley, you have to put your uh, street sayings in the proper place. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got a computer. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Shirley, man. Just Shirley, first of all, when you say pimp, what? it don't even sound good. Let Carla say it. Well, I was just pimp. repeating what you said. Okay. All right. <laughs> Is he a pimp? Pimps don't, pimps don't die. They multiply. <laughs> multiply. Whatever. Why do they go? Pimps multiply? Sorry. So I'll say, it. it's your boy. He's still pimping. <laughs> Surely come across as the one that went to private school on the show. But no. <laughs> what you yeah. saying about my education? What you saying? The last I, I, time I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> last Go time ahead. I saw Sonny Calhoun was at my uh, star on the, on the Walk of oh, Fame out in Hollywood. He yeah, there? he came to oh. it. I hugged him. I fell out, man. That was uh-huh. my boy Sonny. Then the time I saw him before that, he was at Sid's wedding. Uh huh. Because mm-hmm. his daughter is good friends with Sid's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Sonny Calhoun, mm-hmm. my man. Mm-hmm. Always cool. I just like your, your friends' names. They all have cool names too. Yeah. They cool brothers, man. Mm-hmm. They, you know, but 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 you know, you know, we were from a different era though. Yeah. And I just come to realize that it was a cool era. Like I was telling the story on my talk show, yo. I I got in a fight with one of my friends. And we just fought, man. We put our dukes up. We fought. Next day, we was friends. Mm. I'm sorry. That was it. Yeah, that that was was it. it. That made yeah. you better friends, too. We yeah. back outside. <laughs> now, yeah. you couldn't come on 112th Street and do none of us. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Talk no, about sir. the village. <laughs> oh, no, nah, man. We was a unit, man. Mm-hmm. We walked to school together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had to go past two two little territories. But gangs wasn't in. Wasn't nobody killing each other. We right. just had fights. This our street. You can't come on our street. You know, we ain't had nothing. It was just little stuff. Mm-hmm. Bikes and stuff like that. Yeah. Dude had a table leg one time at the gang fight. Bought it. He snapped the table leg off. Mm-hmm. That's got to hurt. No, nah, man. We just ran. Oh, okay. <laughs> it ain't hurt. But if you got hit with a no table t- leg, that's, that's got to yeah, hurt. You know, you know, and the yeah, fight ain't that like serious. Like a baseball bat. Yeah. You know, the fight ain't that shit. You win, table leg, you high. Yeah, <laughs> we're out. Yeah, that's it. Chain wrapped around their waist. They would try stuff like that. Once you bring the train out and start swinging it, that fight over. All girls did was pull hair. That was the big thing. Pull hair and you tried not to get your face scratched. Yeah, you didn't want no scratches. Uh, you didn't yeah, want any face. scratches Watch on your face. Your face. Uh-uh. And you didn't want your hair pulled. I'd have sure took some hair too? pulling and a uh, face scratching for some of the ass whoopings I took. Wait, what? Shirley, you was in a fight? I had a couple of fights. Yeah, not a lot, though. Shirley, you was talking proper during the fight? Damn it, get off of me. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, nope, nope. You know what? Gosh. Darn it. (laughs) Whatever. So, uh, are we working with a question today? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Same same question, same question. What was the worst lie you told? You know, when you were trying to impress a date. When you were dating? Mm Mm-hmm, when you were trying to impress. Mm Mm-hmm. I done told someone. Tell us one, Steve. Oh, Just give us. <laughs> uh, you have a lot. I told Yesterday, a girl the, one the, time. About the uh, documentary, documentary you were filming. <laughs> yeah, when I was homeless. I yeah. Was yeah. You was what? When I was real young, I told <laughs> oh, you a girl I had a twin, an identical twin brother. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just in here lying. I don't no know. Reason. I really hadn't worked that out yet. <laughs> I just knew that it was going to have to be two of me to pull off some of the stuff I was going to pull off. So uh, you, you oh, 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 good when twin brother one that I uh-huh. told this girl. This girl had this sister uh-huh. that was so fine. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see her sister. I talked to her when I came over her, and her sister was a year older than her. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. One year old, her sister was fine. So I told her, mm-hmm. I, I have a twin brother. Because <laughs> you wanted both of them. And, yes. You know, because we was all three of us sitting around. We was cool. And she said, you so nice. You got a brother? Yeah. Say <laughs> like anything. So do. Yeah. I have a twin brother. <laughs> she said, Really? I said, you want to meet him? She said, I sure do. Cool. Uh He'll be here tomorrow. (laughs) So I called the girl and told her I wasn't going to make it, but he was going to come over anyway. I took my dumb ass right over there. They knew me right away. (laughs) Yes, yes, we're not idiots. (laughs) They knew me right away. (laughs) But they played along. Well, no, it it went for a little half second, but I had the same sneakers that I had on the day before. Man. And they said, you got the same shoes, your brother. Wait a minute. Then that girl said, Steve. And I cut my eyes like, you know. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kill me with that, huh? Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you something. Them girls laugh so hard at me. <laughs> man, they, 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 man, I saw them somewhere else. They was telling that story at this club one uh-huh. night. Look at this fool right here. All right, we... We got to go to break. When we come back, uh, Black History Moment, day two of Black History Month. We have another little-known Black History Month fact. Uh Mm -hmm. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34 minutes after that, we back. Right after this, we got a couple of, uh, in Black History Month, yeah, uh, we're just doing it a little bit different on this show because we're getting so much of it. Black History Month is great. Celebration of our history, uh, yeah, for the month Culture. of February. Mm-hmm. So there's some great things going on out there that you can partake of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've taken a different approach uh, for one time every morning, where we give you uh, little-known facts in Black history that you did not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so these are things that actually happen, and you don't, you don't, they don't really talk about this. So coming up next, we got a couple of. Them. What you got, man? Hey, uh, listen up, everybody. I just want to tell you about something. Uh, it was the summer of 1945 in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melvin G. Woodson uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. was shot in the right buttocks at 10.05 p.m. What okay. happened? Then the police arrived at 10.19 p.m. Okay. 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 10.38, police found out that Melvin was actually shot over a dice game incident. Oh. Mm-hmm. 12-15, police asked if anyone has any information mm-hmm. on this incident, please come down to the Memphis Police Headquarters, mm-hmm. but no sp- suspects was ever arrested. Mm-hmm. This actually became known as the pilot episode for First 48. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't even know that. No, <laughs> it's news to me. <laughs> that was the first time. Uh, 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 I know, Carla, you watch it all the time. That's the first time they actually chronicled. <laughs> <laughs> Time 
timeline. I think that's why you have the timeline. No. Okay. No, it was over a dice game incident. At 10.05, right. he was shot, though. <laughs> right, they, right, right. They knew that. Then nobody, they ain't getting no more information until uh-huh. 10.38, when they <laughs> found out that it was over a dice game incident. Yeah. yeah. That was the pilot. That yes. was the pilot for first yeah. 48. So be putting them times on. Wow. Wow. And that's when they found out this is an episode of first 48. This is the first one. Well, see, oh, these are little good. known facts. <laughs> you never would have known these. That's yeah. Melvin G. Woodson. <laughs> Come on, Junior. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Junior boy. That's Melvin G. Woodson. That's how that all went down. Wow. That's mm. black history. That's, that's black history. history. Now, they don't That's talk about that. They don't really mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Talk about mm-hmm. hidden figures. I know. <laughs> hidden figures no more. Man. <laughs> Anyone uh, else? Got Tommy? anything? Anything? Uh, I got one here that y'all might not know about. Let's see here. Yeah, we, 19... Educate us. 1918 is when this happened. This Ooh, is a uh, long time ago. Long time ago. Uh-huh. Dugas Morgan mm-hmm. and his Morgan. wife, Charmin Morgan, uh-huh. was traveling from Jackson, Mississippi mm-hmm. to Kansas City. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Dugas' stomach was upset from some uh, greens and neck bones that Charmin had cooked him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? They pulled over to an outhouse Uh-oh. so Dugas could go to the bathroom. Yes. Oh. Now they pull over, and uh, Shaman's sitting in the car, but Dugas in the outhouse hollering. Mm-hmm. Shaman, come here, come here. She said, I'm not going in there. He said, but ain't no paper in here. Oh. And Shaman said, I'm not coming in there, Dugas. Can't nobody stand that. I'm not coming in there, <laughs> bringing you nothing. <laughs> so he said, baby, you're going to have to do something. I can't make it to Kansas City like this here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So Shaman got a stick from one of the trees, uh-huh. broke it down, uh-huh. took some paper and wrapped it around there, uh-huh. and kept wrapping it and wrapping it and wrapping it, <laughs> right? And then took that paper uh-huh. and rolled it under the dough, uh-huh. and there became the birth of the toilet paper on the road. <laughs> Shaman. Shaman come up with that in 1918. And named it after her. And named it after her. Okay. Well, these are little known facts. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We didn't know. Because you just go to the store and you do what? You just pick the Charmin off the shelf. You don't think about where it came from. And don't know the history of it. All right. Well, coming up. Oh, that's good history, boy. Coming up. Adventures of the toilet tissue. You got to know how came on the roll. All right. Coming up. Run that prank back. It's time for it. <laughs> what you got, Nev? Black history. Uh-huh. We'll Black be back. History prank. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Uh, get ready. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann going to be here with today's headlines. Uh, but up next, we about to run that prank back. What you got, fool? I got black history since we in the middle of it. We in black history okay. tomorrow. It's February, right? Ain't it February? Second day, baby. Second watch, day. Watch me work with this one. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach James. James please. Hey, James, how you doing? This is um, Chad. I'm calling from the uh, from the job. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I'm very good, very good. Giving you a call. I'm actually the uh, the regional manager over the, over your department. Okay. 
uh, everything's all right, huh? Because today's Sunday. I just want to make sure I, I'm still coming to work tomorrow. Oh, you're definitely, definitely. Nothing like that. You're definitely coming to work. Now, who's your manager over at your office? Is it Brent? Brent. Right. Okay. Well, here's what we're doing, man. We're, we're calling everybody in the company, first of all, today. But more importantly, we're, we're definitely making contact with every African-American in the company. And I'm letting you know that we're paying homage and much respect to uh, Black History Month. Outstanding. That That's something that we want to definitely let you guys know that's important to us. I think that is outstanding. How can I help? Well, listen, we've got some things that, that we want to do for tomorrow, and that's the reason why you're getting a call today. Are you up for helping us, you know, really, really push Black History Month within the company? Chad, I'm a team player. Whatever it takes, let's get it done. Okay, good deal. Good deal. I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We've got a lot of people that we've given a call to, and everybody's going to play different roles tomorrow. Uh, at the office. So we wanted to give you a call. Do you mind if you're if you're really the team player that we think you are? And I think you uh, you you've already made mention that you you don't mind doing what it takes. I don't. You're on the right track. Okay. Good deal. Here's what we're asking, man. We want we would like for you tomorrow to actually, if you could find these type of articles tonight. But if you could wear a a burlap shirt, some cut off pants, and no shoes tomorrow. That would really, really help whoa, us out whoa, on the whoa. theme that we're trying to get going for tomorrow. Whoa, 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 Chad. I, I think I heard you, but I'm not sure. Can can you please repeat that one more time, please? We want you to wear a, a burlap shirt, some cut-off pants, and, and just don't wear any shoes at all. That's the, that's the attire that we would like for you to come into the office with tomorrow. Really? Yeah, yeah, and we, we, we're going to give it a okay. go, man. Everyone's excited about it, and we would like for you to come in tomorrow uh, like I said, we're, chat, we're gonna chat, chat. Let me, let me, let me, let me give you. I mean, since we're gonna celebrate Black History, let me give you one fact. The year 1619 was the first African American slave arrived in Virginia. Today is Sunday, 20. You think I do some like that? Are you I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't exactly hear what you said at the beginning. What did, What did you say? Slavery's uh, been over with. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna come into an office. With a, I mean, you want to lose your mind? What is wrong with you? Why you ask me to put on a baseball suit and come in as Jackie Robbins? Why you ask me to put on a two-piece suit and come in as Eric Holder? What the hell is wrong with y'all? Well, what we want to do here, and I don't want you to get upset about this, James. What we want to do is Look we, at we like you asking me to do to be a slave. Well, well you know what I will do. But you, I mean, I will come I, up there. I will come up there and, and uh, pretend to be here and Newton on your. That's what I will do, and show you some real black power panther movement on your. Would you like that, sir? Sir, what we want? We, listen, we're not here to create problems. What we want to do is we want to we want to pay homage. You to me with a problem on the Sunday to dress as a slave. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Oh, okay, okay, sir, if we're going to pay homage to black history, don't you think that all of that is a part of black history? Highlight the positive, man. Highlight the positive. You're paying me today to work for you. This ain't no slave-free labor. Exactly. Do you understand that? No, I, don't, I, I completely understand it, but what, if we don't have where, where it started from, how, how, you know, we have to have we have to have all every single uh, area of Black history, don't you think? We have to have the beginning, the middle, and the ending. Okay, well, if you want to highlight something? Let me be Frederick Douglass. Let me slick my hat back. But see, the problem you got with him was his father was a white man. See, y'all like looking at our women, but y'all don't like uplifting the black man. So how about I do that? Let me be Frederick Douglass. Let's highlight that part. How about you, Chad? You like black women? Uh, 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 uh. 
I'm here. Answer the question. I like all I like all people, sir. I, I, what I'm trying to do is get a, a, a great, great environment within the company, and everyone the wants to is not a great environment. Like now, the majority of the of the Caucasian people are going to be masters tomorrow. Okay. What the f- did you say, masters? Did you just say masters? Yes, most of them are going to be masters tomorrow. I'll be in there with my attorney to master an EOC lawsuit on your. F- How about that? Sir, do you have a problem with us trying to uh, trying to uplift the black community? Do you have a problem with that? Man, f- you. You ain't uplifting the f- thing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm coming in tomorrow as Barack Obama. But see, you don't like this, do you? Yeah, you f- running around here want to get somebody to come in to be a slave. You be a f- master. Master this. Master me coming in as a black man like I've been coming in to work and like I'm going to forever come in to work. We are a major pharma company, and you calling me on a Sunday with some f- like this? Are you out your mind? Sir, sir, what we're trying to do is uplift the black community. That's what we're trying to do. Thing talking about slavery. Uplift my and kiss my black. That's what you do. Sir, I'm trying to. What we're trying to do is pay homage to black history. And here you are being negative about the entire, entire situation of what we're trying to do. Being negative, you. I'm being like, man. You, I'm coming in as Barack Obama tomorrow, like I said, and I'm gonna have my shoes on my feet. Can you uplift that, sir? There's, there, uh, there's one more thing I need to say to you. Okay, there's one more thing. One more, more hell. One more my. I'm sorry. You just said all you had to say. What's your name again? Chad, sir. Chad Billingsley. What the hell you got to say, Chad? I, I, all I wanted to say to you is this, sir, is I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Kevin. Man, I knew this had to be some kind of joke. Y'all playing on a Sunday? Man, I'm going to keep tomorrow. I was worried about my job. I was getting ready to come there tomorrow. And whoops, every white boy I thought looked like a mouse. And don't let me see a brother dressed like a slave. I was gonna whoop his <laughs> too. Oh man, hey man, I got to ask you, man. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio station in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Well, it's Groundhog Day, and people are gathered at. Gobbler's Knob uh, to see. <laughs> what? And where? where are they going? Gobbler's Knob. Okay, I'm going to tell you. This is uh, according to the, the uh, tradition to see if the world famous groundhog, Punxsutawney Phil, will see his shadow and return to his hole. Uh, he has predicted six more weeks of winter like weather. Uh, if Phil does not see his shadow, he has predicted an early spring. I told you guys this was an important day for me in my life growing up in Chicago. <laughs> we stopped but where everything. Are you they're in Cobbler's Knob at Cobbler's Knob. This is going down Gobblers. in Punxsutawney. Uh, Gobbler's Knob. What did I say? Cobbler's like Strip Club. I know. Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> Gobbler's, Knob. <laughs> Gobbler's Knob. It's in Philadelphia. It don't sound like Strip Club. To you. It's in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean Pennsylvania. Yeah. But his na- and his name is Punxsutawney one. Phil, <laughs> the Groundhog. Mm-hmm. So oh. here we go. Mm-hmm. They crowded, boy. They they I'm gathered you, around. This is waiting. big. This is big. People that live in cold climates. People that uh, live in cold climates, though. This is a serious they put faith yeah. in the ground. How, how, yeah. how long has this been going on? It's been Great. going on a long time. Yeah. No, it, it happens in Canada too. 
This don't make no damn sense. Stop. <laughs> What's the problem? Ain't got, they pimping the game. They putting the, they're pimping they, the hog. They, like. No, it ain't got nothing to do with the hog. Don't make no difference, dog. He don't hibernate. This don't make no sense. All this is this little town to found a way to get these hotel prices up to four fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all and this they is. Stop that! Them old men come out there with them stove top hats on. Uh-huh. Them little, they ain't got nothing to do. They just over there just pimping this game. The groundhog change. You don't even know Puxatunny is a different groundhog every year. Yeah, whichever one they can catch. Huh? But you know they like tradition. Sixty of them then died. Uh huh. Steeped in tradition, people like all this. You know, steeped. Uh huh. Tradition and stuff like that. I like what I'm like saying. It. It's just a way to get their hotel prices up in that little town. Because yeah. <laughs> the day after it goes down, like what, $300? <laughs> uh, but it's big, though. They have festivals and yes, pageants this about major. this. <laughs> <laughs> they have breakfast and tours. This is a huge my, event. I wish my significant you. other would come home and tell me what a groundhog said about I this. I don't event. even know what a groundhog looks like. There's something like, like a beaver, rat. Rodent, squirrel, squirrel, yeah, all that mix. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this was an important day to me. <laughs> Not anymore. Why? Because living in Chicago it was so cold. If he saw his shadow, you know, that meant what? That we we're going to have six more weeks of winter. He didn't see his shadow. Cool. So do he Early tell you he's seen it? Shirley, it's six more weeks of Winter up here, I don't give a damn who come out the house. I was a kid, Steve. It meant it's more. It's winter up here to May. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, Every year. It, it used to snow on Memorial Day. You're absolutely right, Steve. It was crazy. Seriously, man, I don't know why we talking Chicago. about this here, man. Growing up, it was because crazy. Because it's Groundhog Day. I'm going to get y'all some souvenirs. They got souvenirs and everything. I'm on the website, mugs and postcards and magnets. Who <laughs> do that? This is big. Who go up there? People. Steve, this is big. Craft show. And it's going to be on the news all day tomorrow. Watch. I mean, Mm -hmm. all day today. Watch. Any Mm -hmm. blacks in the crowd? Uh uh. Uh uh. Well, I'm looking at the pictures. What? I ain't never seen no black folk. Ain't no black folk ever came back and said in that background. There was many blacks in the crowd. But they flew in for it. As there were in uh, Manila. They can't explain that to none of their people. You know, it's more. Hey, people. man, where you going? Pucks a tiny? For what? Groundhog Day. Hey, uh, you know what? It's actually more people up there for Groundhog Day than it was at the inauguration. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Uh, you knew it was coming. You're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ladies it's just Miss Ann. Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, guys. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Good morning. Morning, Ms. Ann. Well, the fight has begun over Trump's uh, President Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Neil Gorsuch, whom the conservatives love, but whom the Democrats call a right-wing ideologue. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says Democrats should just get over what his party did to President Obama's nominee for the high court, ignoring the man for 11 months, pretty much stealing President Obama's opportunity to appoint a jurist. Just get over it. However, Senate Democratic leader Charles Schumer says Gorsuch's nomination should tell voters something real important about the new president. It seems that President Trump, who has said he would be for the working man and woman, has not chosen someone who routinely sides with the average American. Schumer says he's concerned about how often Neil Gorsuch has sided with companies in employment discrimination cases and how lenient he seems to be on political spending by corporations. 
Speaking of corporations, former ExxonMobil CEO Rex Tillerson has been confirmed to be the next Secretary of State, with senators voting mostly along party lines, 56 to 43. However, several Democrats did jump ship and cross over and support Tillerson. Meanwhile, the Senate Judiciary Committee has also moved up the nomination of Alabama Republican Senator Jeff Sessions to serve as a U.S. Attorney General. Sessions advanced by a party line committee vote of 11 and 9 after hours of debate about his record on civil rights, including his alleged racist remarks. Actress Eva Longoria moving over to Empire. According to Deadline, the former Desperate Housewife has signed on for a multi-episode deal. A new season of Empire resuming on March 22nd. And there's more baby news. This time it's baby times two. The proud soon-to-be parents are Beyonce and Jay-Z. Queen Bey announces she has preggers with twins via Instagram. She had a beautiful picture of herself all pregnant and stuff. No word on how far along she is. And, of course, just yesterday we got word that Pharrell and his wife had triplets. So it's the baby season, I guess. And now for some real black history. Time now for today's black history note. Note. A black American family manufactured their own line of cars, trucks, and buses in the year 1915. It was the Patterson family of Greenfield, Ohio. The patriarch of the Klan was Charles Richard Patterson, who'd escaped from slavery in West Virginia and settled in Ohio, where he ran a successful blacksmithing business. So successful that in the 1860s, the business became the Charles R. Patterson Carriage Company, and the family started making horse-drawn carriages. After Charles Patterson died, his son Frederick decided to manufacture automobiles, and the first car sold for $850. Due to a lack of capital, though, the company ended its car line and went on to producing trucks and buses. The Patterson Car Company went out of business about 15 years later, though, when the larger car companies overproduced and undercut their prices. However, that takes nothing away from the Patterson family of Greenfield, Ohio, a family of note, a family of black history makers. That's right. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, everybody. All right, thank you, Miss Ann. Uh, coming up next, the butterfly. Eugene is in the building with his butterfly blog. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour. Coming up uh, next, uh, Eugene is up next with the butterfly blog. What is that, man? Uh, I have no idea. It's just mess. You know, when I come back, though, I'll find out in a minute. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla, Jr. Good morning. It's a beautiful Thursday, so how is everyone doing? Morning, butterfly. Flap on, flap on, brother. Hey, butterfly. Jean. Flutter, flutter, flutter. Okay. What's going on? It's Thursday. Yeah. It is chicken wing Thursday. Oh. Why are you saying that? Because let me tell you something. Right now is the time to get all of your wings that you're going to have for the Super Bowl. Oh, all right? Oh. Now, they are predicting to have 1.3 billion chicken wings <laughs> consumed over the weekend. What? Wow. 1.3 billion chicken wings. I don't even know where the hell that all these chickens is. I don't know where they are. The but let me... <laughs> <laughs> right. That didn't even add the game. Mm-mm. No, that's in people's houses, um, parties, and, and things of that nature. <clears throat> so, I want you all to get all your chicken wings, and I wanted to just take a little survey from you all. I want to know what you like the most. Buffalo, Parmesan, lemon pepper, teriyaki, sweet and sour, garlic, dry roux. Oh, I love dry roux. And plain. You love what? <laughs> dry roux. Dry rub? Yeah, dry rub. Oh, okay. I'm Buffalo. You like dry rub? Buffalo. All okay, Buffalo, Buffalo Junior. I'm lemon pepper all day, man. All day, Lionel. Carla? I like lemon pepper and garlic. 
Mm-hmm. All right, the big dog. What you like, big dog? Damn barbecue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, barbecue. Oh, he's so aggressive. <laughs> Damn barbecue. <laughs> what do you say, butterfly? <laughs> butterfly. Damn barbecue. <laughs> Lord. He's a, your chicken mean. <laughs> now, this is always a big... um. A big argument with different people, you know, because the choice of dipping sauce. Mm. Blue cheese or ranch? Mm. Oh, I Charlie. like blue cheese. Blue cheese. Ranch. I'm a, I'm a blue cheese girl. I love blue cheese and ranch. Either one. Whatever you got. I'm good. Come on, Junior. Ranch. I, 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 I don't. I just ranch. I don't do mm. Tommy, what you like? I like ranch, dog, all day long. Steven. I mean, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I like blitch. Oh, blitch. What is that? That's blue cheese and French combined. Blue cheese and French. French is that um, pink looking stuff. Uh, orange. Yeah, kind of orange. So <laughs> you're dipping barbecue sauce in blanch? <laughs> it does That's sound. why your stomach hurt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you always run to the bathroom. That right there. <laughs> dipping in that blanch. <laughs> Okay, here's the last question about chicken wings, because this is important, too. Flats or drumettes? Ooh. Oh, oh, flats all day. I don't want to see a drumette. Flats. Huh. I love drumettes. Nah. Uh-uh. You like drumettes? Uh-uh. I do. Uh-uh. Junior? I love chicken. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, how'd you give it to me? Mm-hmm. Either one, though, right, Junior? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Either one. Steve, flats or drumettes? <laughs> Flats, man, I love flats, you, but Steve. I eat the drumettes, yeah. but I want flats. I will order order wings with just flats. Just flats, mm-hmm. That's me too. Mm-hmm. I love flats. All right, well, that is the blog. First and foremost, please get your chicken now, all right, because it's possible to run out. 1.3 billion chicken wings will be sold over the course of the weekend. Wow. That's, mm-hmm, that's throughout the whole world, so you better get your chicken. The world? Right. Yeah. Really? But, okay. I thought it was just the U.S. Okay. All right, and last but not least, go Patriots. Hey, Brady. (laughs) We love Tom Brady. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're going to the... Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, We're going to go to the phones. What is the worst lie you've told to impress a date? Call us 877-29-STEVE. It's me. I was wondering... Line three cat, Lalissa out of Mississippi. Hey, Melissa. Lalissa. Lalissa? Hey, Lalissa. Hey, Steve, how are you this morning? Girl, I'm good. I'm good. Fine as I can be, really. Well, I already know that. I see your TV all the time, so you look fine to me. Strong, girl. (laughs) Strong. Hey, so let me ask you something. What's the worst lie you ever told while you was dating? Well, the worst lie I ever told while I was dating, um, well, I met this guy at the church that, in, in Carolina well, where I was visiting some people at, and, and he's really a really nice guy. He looked real good. He served the Army, and he was dressed really nice. He had a nice car and everything, and he was trying to talk to me and everything. So, I, okay, I gave him my number. We've been talking for about a month and everything, and I told him that I had a BMW, which I don't have no BMW. So now, you know, we're trying to get together for Valentine's Day, this Valentine's Day, Steve. And so now I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do because I don't have no BMW. I told him when I was there visiting that my BMW was being serviced during this three-month service thing, you know, to the new job and the car change and all. 
And then he has a nice car. So now what am I going to do? Baby, baby, listen to me. Okay. They stole your car. They did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. See, that's yeah. all. See, baby, you got to learn how to lie now. So she sometimes when you, once you start lying, you got to start stacking. Oh, man. Now, the best way to not have a car is they stole it. Yeah, they did. They stole my car. And, and that's why I don't have it and everything now. Now so listen now to me. Now now listen car. to me. Listen to me. He already like you. He yeah. already like what he saw. We don't care what kind of car women drive. Men yeah, don't, don't care. care what kind of car a woman drive. They just they just want hey. what they want. So hey, so man. don't tell no more lies. Cause this you're not good, good at right? this. Cause this can't even throw a man into nothing. I ain't got right, no BMW. Right. Man, they done stole my damn car. Hold yeah, on, I'm gonna be late, baby. I'm gonna be late. They done stole my car. Hold on, I'm on the line with the police right now. I call you right <laughs> yeah, back. That's right, I'm all of that. I got to put the real into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, you you ain't good at this. I'm telling you right now. Just. When you get there, they stole my car and be a little bit upset, but I wanted to come see you anyway. Okay, that's a great thing. Oh, we getting so good. <laughs> I'm going to try to use all of that. She's so excited. Yeah. See, don't try. Oh, yeah. Don't <laughs> the, try to do it. The key right? to lying is total commitment. <laughs> I got to write something so I can remember all of that. <laughs> <laughs> write something. This is not what she does, Steve, she, clearly. She got a right <laughs> yeah. to, so she never going to make it. Yeah, let this be the yeah. last yeah. lie you ever to tell him the truth. Yeah, you you got to get back in the truth-telling business. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, they stole my camera. Can you steal a beam of... Uh-uh. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can steal anything. No, no. Uh-uh. You actually threw her when you told her to lie. Yeah. They stole said, your car. They, they did. did. <laughs> I mean, they did. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Thank you, Lalissa. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I hope it goes all right for you. Stop lying, though. <laughs> oh, man. All right, when we come back after the break at 48 after the hour, we got the break phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Forty-eight minutes after the hour, coming up at the top of the hour, that will be the strawberry ladder. But right after that, and I don't, before that, I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm just really just here this morning. What do you have for us, that nephew? My wife's doctor. Yeah. Why are you saying like that? Sound like somebody going to know? Why are you saying like that? My wife's doctor. <laughs> I ain't never think I'd be this old playing on the damn phone. This good at it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. I'm trying to get uh, Andrea, please. Uh, who's calling? This is Doctor Hendricks. Oh yeah, yeah. I got. How you doing, Doc? How you doing? I'm all right. She's not, Andrea, she's not in right now. It's, uh, you want to leave a message or something? Uh, yeah. I, leave her a message that, I, you know, she came in, she had an appointment this morning. Right, right, and, right, right, right. Anything okay? Uh, 
Oh, everything's good. Everything's good. You know, I've been Andrew's uh, gynecologist for quite some time now, so. Yeah, everything's yeah, I know. Right, right, right. Okay, well, listen, can, can see if she's able to get back in tomorrow. I need to get one more good look at her. One more good look? Is everything okay? Uh, I just want to check a few things. You know, if I get one more good look good look at her, I think I'll be fine. One? Hmm. Don't y'all do this like once uh, once or twice a year? And you want her to come right back? To, is, is everything okay, Doc? You can tell me now. Is everything all right with my wife? Uh, yeah. Well, Greg, right? Yeah. What's up? Talk to me. You know, I'm not... I'm not privy to tell tell anyone what's going on with it, and there's nothing really serious going on. Okay, so you can relax on that part. But I just want to get one more good look at her, just to be sure. One more good look for what, Doc? If nothing serious going on. Well, I I I I think uh, um, think what? Well, she, she she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine, Greg. Uh, I, hey man, hey, off, on, off the record, I, I I'll tell you something, man, that uh. And I don't really, you know, talk like this. But off the record, man, you, you and I, man, we'd be, uh, <laughs> we're the only ones, aren't we? What? What did you I say? You and I, we're the only ones, aren't we? The only ones? What? What are you talking about? What, what, what are you saying? Well, you know, we, we're the only ones that's seen it. You know. Oh, 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 oh! What, what, what are you saying, Doc? Uh, just, just stating that, you know, off the record, you, you and I, that we're the, we're the, we're the only ones. We're you the, know, we're the only ones. What? What do, what do, what are you saying, Doc? I'm not understanding you. What are you saying? We are the only ones. What? Well, well, we we have you and I have something in common. I mean, you and I are the only one that that's uh, you know basically seen Andrea. What are you? you know? Wait a minute. That's not a topic of discussion, Doc. What What are you trying to say? What are you saying about my wife? I mean, I, she's amazing, man. I mean, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I don't need you to tell me about my wife being amazing, Doc. You lost your damn mind? Well, I'm just saying she looks she looks amazing. She looks amazing. I, I, I don't mean any harm you, by what I'm saying. Po- wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! You ain't supposed to be looking at her in that type of fashion, Doc. What the hell is wrong with you? What type of unprofessional <laughs> is this here? You tell me my wife is amazing. You lost your damn mind? I can't believe I'm getting a phone call like this. This is the most unprofessional <laughs> I've ever heard. But I, let's keep in mind, Greg, I, I, I wasn't really calling you. I was calling her, you know? Well, you ain't talking to her. You're talking to me. And you're going to bring that type of on the phone to me? Have you lost your mind? You're okay, going to well, be a professional, well, listen, is, is there a way you can pass the message that I'd like I to come in tomorrow? On to her. I ain't passing nothing to her. You hear me? You're going to make me do something crazy to you. I don't believe you called me with that type talking about my wife. Me and you and I got something in common. She's amazing. Have you lost your damn mind? Sir, I didn't mean to. I didn't think. I just yeah, well, you being, did. You did. I, Don't. Well, I, I was fact, being I, a little, no, no, no. I was being a little playful with you. I didn't think that was going to. Well, this ain't no, this ain't no play. What's wrong with you? Hey, who's playing? I'm not playing. Don't you ever. Matter of fact, Doc, I, I need to see you. I need to, I need to see, have a session with you. We can talk about this here. You lost your dog on man talking about my wife. Amazing to you. You're the most unprofessional. How she even go to you all these years? Huh? All right, was there any way you can get her to come in so I can get one good look at her tomorrow? No, hell no. She ain't coming down to that little ragged. I'm coming down there. When I come down there, we. Oh no. Matter of fact, I'm on my way down there. You, how long are you gonna be there? We can fit. We can. We can straighten I, this I, out. I've, I've left the office for today. I just wanted to call and see if I could get one good look at her for tomorrow. No, no. There you go again with that one more good gonna look. No, no. 
Let me tell you one thing, Doc. She ain't coming there to you no more. No more. No more. Is she coming back to see you? Uh, well, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to lose a customer. Not, not like. I no, you ain't gonna, wanna... you ain't gonna lose a customer. I'm coming there tomorrow. Make me an appointment. You can check my out tomorrow and see how you like that. Uh, sir, that, that's what. That's not possible. Okay, okay I, possible. I definitely don't. We gonna, oh, we I don't want to lose her. Whether you like it I, or not. It's going to hurt me if I lose her as a client. Oh, I don't want to miss seeing her. It's going to hurt you. It ain't going to hurt you that you're losing her. It's going to hurt you when I get there. Don't you worry about her. Okay, don't Greg, you worry about you got, her. Greg, you got to calm down, okay? I'm calm. I'm, I'm calm. I, was being, I was being playful, and I, no, I should not no have done that. Play. We too, you're too old to be playful. Play. I'm seeing you in the morning. First thing in the morning. Okay. What time, uh, what time you get at now? 10 o'clock? Can I ask you something, Greg? Do you have a brother named Tyron? What they got to do with anything? What they got to do with my brother? What they got to do with you? Okay, what I wanted to tell you is this is not Dr. Hendricks. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Tyron got me to prank phone call you. I don't give a who you. I'm coming to see you. What? What'd you say? <laughs> I did what? <laughs> hey, oh, hey, Greg, 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 pull up, take this out. Your brother Tyron. What? Yeah, this is this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Tyron got me to prank phone call you. That's what I thought you said, man. Hold on, man. Oh, oh, man, let me sit down for a minute, man. Damn. Oh my goodness. Boy, you lost your damn. Hold on. Man, you don't, you don't do you don't do no like that, man. I'm my wife, y'all. What's my brother? I, I'm going to be talking to him first. You going to see Tyron tomorrow? I'm going to see him first thing in the morning, man. First thing in the morning. I'm ready to kill everybody. Hell no. Hey, I got to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> Go on, man. You crazy, man. Quit playing. Was I stupid enough? Yeah, boy, every time you're that. always stupid. And why enough. you keep asking us? You already <laughs> know you is. Stop. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I keep you stupid. Now let me tell y'all what's going to be straight up stupid. What? Southern fried comedy. Oh what? yeah. Fayetteville, February 10th, February 11th, Tupelo, Mississippi. Yes, What's happening there, Junior? Hey, man, February 17th, Portsmouth, Virginia at Willett Hall. And then we go on February 18th, the very next day, Washington, D.C., Constitution Hall, man. This is Southern Fire Comedy Series. Ooh. We'll get y'all the other days later. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, I want my husband to forgive me. Hi, Stephen Shirley. I am a 32-year-old woman who has been married to a wonderful man for almost two years. We've been together for six years. Last year, my husband gave me a credit card, and I racked up $50,000 in debt and put my marriage in jeopardy. We were best friends and did a lot together, but since I went crazy and started shopping with his credit card, it's been such a tumultuous tumultuous relationship. I honestly think he hates me. Please help me. What should I do? I'm desperate. I have thought about so many horrible things to pay him back so we can live in harmony again. I can't take it anymore. You can't take it anymore. You created this problem. You did this. $50,000 in debt. 
I mean, who does this in these hard economic times? You say nothing about your financial situation, but I'm going to say that, um, you know, you're living way above your means just based on your letter. I'm just trying to find out what in the world did you spend this kind of money on? I bet you don't even remember. You don't even have half the stuff to show for it right now. You know money is the number one cause for divorce. And and while he may not hate you, he definitely hates what you did. He definitely does. I mean, no man wants to go to work, work hard every day to take care of their family, and then to have you spend it as fast as he can make it. That's disrespectful. It's very disruptive to the marriage. Uh, Yes, he's changed. Uh, Yes, you may think he hates you because you are not the woman he thought he married. It's as simple as that. You definitely need to pay the money back. You need to forget about doing all these horrible things that you're thinking about. But but if it means taking a second job, taking a part-time job uh, to pay it back, you need to do it because you have to rebuild the trust. you got to get this money back in the bank account. Uh, uh, you need to uh, put yourself on some sort of budget as well. And, and maybe get some kind of help because you have a problem. Steve? Well, here's here's the problem. Uh, I want my husband to forgive me. This 32-year-old woman been married to a wonderful man for almost two years. They've been together for six. Last year, your husband gave you a credit card. Mm. You racked up $50,000 in debt and has put your marriage in jeopardy. We were the best friends and did a lot together, but since I went crazy and started shopping on his credit card, it's been a tumultuous racialist. I honestly think he hates me. First of all, the man doesn't hate you. He hates what you did. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how a man feels about this. I said in my first book that the three ways a man shows his love for you are the three Ps. He protects, he professes, and he provides. Provision is a major part for us. If you do what you did, a man considers that taking advantage of the provision side of him. And it's, I got to tell you something honestly, it's hurtful to him. It hurts him when you does this. Shirley hit it on the head because he's thinking, wow, you does this? I thought I could count on you. I thought, you know, exactly. you were with me. And, and he takes it as a sign of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what you've run into here in your letter, ma'am. And so you now have, see, like, it, this is serious now. You now have, guess what, a trust issue here. Yeah, yeah. See, women are always concerned about the trust issue with their man. But you can't create a trust issue with your man either with this debt situation. And Shirley said it best again. No man wants to go out and work himself to death and then you show no appreciation for it by spending it. So you have a problem. And it doesn't matter how much you make. So yeah. in these economic hard times, it surely wants to know what you spend $50,000 on. Y'all know good and hell well what y'all spend it on. <laughs> after the break at 18 after the hour, we're going to have part two of Steve's response to today's woo, strawberry letter. Woo. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right, this letter right letter. here is real simple. Lady, you've you've betrayed your husband's trust. Yeah. You've shown a lack of respect towards your husband. You have shown a total disregard for any form of appreciation. And that's what you've done. And it's disappointed him because now when he thought you all were ahead, mm-hmm. 
Now you've backed him up in a $52,000 hole. But mm-hmm. now here go the hole, though. Here go the $50,000 debt. Now he y'all can't go get nothing y'all need. Right. Because you done put a whole bunch of stuff on there you wanted. Bags and shoes. See, and Shirley, please <laughs> stop acting like you don't know where this 50 went. Thank but you. I'm just saying. It's in, you is not just saying. It's in the closet. <laughs> Go in there. You done snuck bags in. Look at the trunk oh, of your yes, car. Yes, Look at yes, your desk at work. Yes. It's all in there. Red shoes bottoms. and bags and dresses. Yes, red yes. bottoms. And yes. jewelry. How many watches oh, yes. you got? I, oh, Fifty thousand no, dollars. Look at him. Look Sit at up him, in man. here. This man just about watches. sick to his stomach. Mm-hmm. He about throw up every time the bill come in. Yeah, yeah. Minimum payment two grand and mm-hmm. all this here. That's what's killing him. She's got to do. Why she's he didn't gotta... take the card after a while? Uh, he ain't trailer. no hell. You can run he up fifty in a know. month. Mm-hmm. In a month? Now he ain't got the kind of card you got, fool. <laughs> what? Now what you need to stop. About, man? In a month, Steve. <laughs> you can't days. run up. What? No. 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 Nobody got he ain't got no black Amex. <laughs> you ain't got no about? black dog, you yeah. 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 I had come a Home Depot card with him. To, to this front porch. Coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, we're going to find out what's trending right now, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Everyone's favorite wisecracking aunt starts the party and skips the popo in Tyler Perry's hilarious boo, a Medea Halloween. Get it on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD now. All right, coming up, uh, Shirley's going to tell us what's trending right now. Uh-huh. Mm. Man, ground, why are we still talking about this damn Groundhog Day? Because it's don't Groundhog nobody Day. Don't nobody care, though. <laughs> you don't care. I and damn near everybody listening. <laughs> I hear Shirley, but what's trending right now? What you got, Shirley? All right, Steve, thank you. First of all, I want to say to you especially, happy Groundhog Day! <laughs> he can't stand it. <laughs> oh, he just rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Punxsutawney Phil did see his shadow today, so that means six more weeks of winter, uh, if Phil. you're counting. Now, as an adult, the adult Shirley is cool. The little girl Shirley inside of me is devastating. Okay. <laughs> devastating. Yes, growing up in Chicago. Oh, this yeah. this was one of the most important days of my life because I wanted to know were we going to have to endure six more uh, weeks of sure. cold and snow? This was so Carla, important to my Shirley life. Shirley just wanted to know, when can I pull my bike out? Yes. 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 But, yes. you know, I was a little girl, too, in Chicago, but I wasn't into it. Like, sure, this oh, is no. Shirley's thing. No, this was my life. Groundhog okay. Day was my life, I'm telling you. So, anyway, the, the little rodent saw his shadow. So, six more weeks of winter, <laughs> <Little> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And mm. now we have to say congratulations. This 
broke the internet. Everyone's talking about it. Congratulations to Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Beyonce posted a flawless baby bump picture of herself yesterday announcing that her family is growing by two. It was kind of cryptic. You know, a lot of people were like, what does that mean? Well, it means that Queen B and Jay-Z are expecting twins. Okay. Go ahead, twins. Now, <laughs> show that... you how to do this, yes. son. Now, what's going on? Okay, Jennifer Lopez, twins. Mariah Carey, twins. Mm. Now, Beyonce's having twins. Mm. What, what's, mm. what's happening here? Pharrell okay. triplets. Yeah, Pharrell had triplets the other day. So, you know, these multiple births, get them, get them, you know, on out the way, I guess. <laughs> Be done. <laughs> Stick yeah. a fork in you, you're done. <laughs> Everybody doesn't want to have babies late in life and all of that. You know, they want to, you know, or one at a time or whatever. So get anyway, congratulations. That's the main thing. Brianna congratulated uh, Queen Bee and her big bro Jay, as she put it on the gram. Um, uh, Beyonce's mom, Tina Knowles Larson, shared her excitement on not having to keep the secret anymore about the twins. <laughs> Killing her. Twin blessings. Yeah, she was like, oh, oh, you know how it is when you have a secret. You want to tell somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Me. While the Beehive and the rest of the world are excited, there are a couple of um, AEG live execs in panic mode, you know, because Queen Bee is, is uh, expected to headline this April at Coachella, the big music festival and the pregnancy could affect her performance you know so because she didn't tell anyone you know beyonce does not like anyone in her business Mm -mm. she's very very private so we'll follow this story and and uh keep you up to date as to what's going on but bottom line congratulations she's having Mm -hmm. twins Twins. Hey, Jake. <laughs> Isn't that just sweet? That's just yeah. so sweet. How to do this, mm-hmm. son? Mm-hmm. She ain't going to be at Coachella, though. I can Coachella, yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. Whatever. See, man, nah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> All we'll right. We'll come back after the break. 48 yeah. after the hour. Uh, we're going to the phones. 877-29. Steve, give us a holler now. Yay, yay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top, uh, right about five minutes after the hour, Carla will be up uh, with her reality update, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about last night's special showtime at the Apollo, Steve. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Clowning. Uh, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk about being Mary Jane, and we're yes. also going to talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Carla. But up next, we're going mm-hmm. to the phones. Here's a question. What's the worst lie you've told to impress a date? 877-29-STEVE. Yes. Let's go to line five. This is Steve Harvey. Who is this? Jay from Philly. Hey, Jay. Oh, my goodness. Y'all is funny. Well, here's your chance. What's the worst lie you ever told while you was dating? I had three. I had met this guy. He was so sweet and nice. He was in his church and everything. I'm like, okay, maybe I could do something with this guy. I could be with him. And, you know, we went out on a couple of days. Three weeks later, you know, we were talking and everything. He asked me about myself. I was like, yeah, I'm single. I'm, I'm going out and doing all this other kind of stuff. I work. I told him I ain't had no kids. I oh. had three kids at the time. Okay. My daughter, we sitting at, we have a lunch. We sitting at the table. We have a lunch. We eating. My phone rang. I answered it. My daughter. Hey, Ma! <laughs> <laughs> what did your daughter ask you, Jay? 
Question though, let me ask you a question. Listen to me. <laughs> How old were you when this happened? I was 34, well, 35 at the time. Okay, cool. Let me ask you a question. Could he tell that you had three kids? Mm. I mean, no, because I look, you know, I, no, I just have a nice shape, a nice body. So, I mean, I'm five, five, one and a half. You know, I weigh about one. I, at that time, I was like maybe like 130, 132. Nice fit, short. So I mean, it looked like I, I had no, you know, I ain't had no, I don't have no strong wrinkles in my face and nothing like that. I'm beautiful, <laughs> chocolate. You know, I'm beautiful and chocolate. And my makeup on, you know, makeup had all the little the scars and everything. So I was looking my best. Yeah, I was. I think maybe he just got up because you was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I yeah, think I think so. I think somewhere in that conversation he. Took that phone call as an out because before the baby called, <laughs> if you was talking like this, he was sitting there looking for an out. And I think when them kids called, that was his out because you were just talking too crazy to the man. I think so. I think so. I think so, Uncle Steve. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that's probably it, though, baby. Hang in there. Hey, listen, uh, quit talking crazy, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I love you, girl. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. All right, let's go to line six and talk to James out of Alabama. Hey, James. What's up, Steve? Good morning. What's going on, James? Carlos, Shirley, Shirley, Thomas. What's up, James? James? Morning. What's up, James? What's happening, brother? And Miss Tripp, Miss Tripp, if she's there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's. Hey, James, what's worse like? Go ahead. I got to take my hat off to you, brother, for going to meet this man, and people don't understand that. He's on a total different level. If you can't bring nothing to the table, don't don't even complain. Mm-hmm. And I'm well. glad you stepped the bat for some of us because most of the people don't understand. So let the haters hate. Brother, I'm proud of you. And keep doing your thing. Well, okay, that, man. All right, James. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah, James. James, I needed that today because I was feeling... Mm-hmm. Had a little, got a little funky on me this morning. I started to come on the air and say something to a uh-uh. couple of people, but <laughs> I begged him not to go. Steve, if you need a yes, man, you know what I'm saying? I can be your Barney man because I ain't come here for no foolishness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I bet he had a good lie. What was your lie, James? Well, I was in Louisiana over about, it's been about maybe 15 years now, and I told this female I was Sidney Thornton of the Pittsburgh Steelers. What? You told me who? I told you. Who? Sidney Thornton. Sidney Thornton. Sidney Thornton. Yeah. Of the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, man. Sidney Thornton. You talking Sidney Thornton that played defense, dog? Yes, sir. You talking about big Sidney Thornton? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm I'm six one. I was three hundred and five pounds at the time. 
Dog, wow. you told somebody you were sitting and thought. <laughs> oh, How that lie work out? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey. It was uh, tax time for me, so I had to top it off. I bought cognac. I bought everything from <laughs> champagne, and the girl was so impressed. She went back to the room with me. Just One of her be. friends, that was the best the menage I had, man. And I didn't what? know the girl was getting I didn't know they were videotaping, man. I was intoxicated. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Come on, I get Cindy. back. I leave. The girl said, well, you're going to be in town a little longer. I said, yeah. So I went out with my boy Dexter. We come back. The guy said, well, you got five phone calls. I'm like, well, what's, what's it about? And then the lady called me. She said, look here. I'm taking this tape to the league. I want some money. Because I'm taking this, this video to the league. I said, well, you go right ahead. <laughs> why? She said, why? And then she came to the room and I showed her my ID. And she looked at her girlfriend. She said, this ain't no sitting in thing. This is a change. I said, I said, can I have a copy of the tape, please? <laughs> wow. Said, That's the best one yet. Yeah, what a story. League. He said, go ahead. Right ahead. Hell, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Can I have a copy of that, please? I'm going to whoop your ass though. you keep Send doing it. that. <laughs> all the players. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, wow. I just need a copy. Uh-huh. Fun name. All right, funny. thank you, Jane. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's that time. It's that time. It's reality update. Okay, so we were talking about Showtime at the Apollo. told you to do that, Junior. Yeah, yeah. nobody. <laughs> I just felt like doing it. Go okay, ahead. So, yeah, we were talking about Showtime at the Apollo. Steve hosting, you know, he mentioned mm-hmm. it earlier. So Shirley and I, you know, we were on the phone watching Showtime at the Apollo. Mm-hmm. And Steve was clowning. Because did y'all see this white woman sing Natural Woman? I yes. mean, yeah, she I did dead. her. Mm-hmm. You saw? Oh, yeah. you were there, right, yeah. Junior? Yeah, yeah. Okay, was so she was really, really mm-hmm. good. She did her thing. Take, take a listen to the very end. This is her ending it. Come on. All right, uh... Carly, go on and play this clip from last night. She wasn't playing with us. She came out here serious. That's the part I said, oh, hell. Oh, that's black right there. <laughs> so, so stupid. Stupid. <laughs> oh, now you don't want to say anything. Okay. <laughs> that was funny, though. It was so good. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. All right. So moving on. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Here we go. Kenya is upset that Cynthia doesn't have her back. Now, Cynthia had a meeting with Kenya's ex-boyfriend or boyfriend, you know, whatever. They're kind of going back and forth. Matt. To find out what's going on, you know, and all of the arguing and destroying property, you know, they've been beefing uh, Kenya and Matt. So Cynthia told Matt during their meeting that Kenya could be a bit of a drama queen. 
And later, Cynthia told Kenya about the meeting and what she said. And Kenya was hot. She was upset at Cynthia. Mm -hmm. She felt like Cynthia wasn't being loyal to her. You know, saying that Mm -hmm. she's a drama queen and he's been the one going off. They've been arguing, coming over to her house, tearing up her garage, her car, destroying property. So she was a little salty at her friend uh, Cynthia, who she felt, again, wasn't being loyal. Mm. So there you have it. Uh, And finally, Michael Ely. We got to move on to being Mary Jane. (sighs) Oh, no. So good. So good. Michael Ely, he was our special guest on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And uh, he promoted this particular episode, The Return of Being Mary Jane, because, you know, we didn't see it last week because we was all watching the new edition story. So, you know, BET. Yeah, wanted us to watch that. Then they brought back B and Mary Jane. Go on, BT. Go ahead. So Michael Ely was our special guest on Tuesday, and uh, Steve interviewed him, and he talked about his character, Justin, who is on the show. Uh, he Mary Jane accused him of getting her fired at her former job at CNN. And so, you know, Rhonda, who's the news anchor on this morning show, that Mary Jane works on. It's called Great Day America. Kind of like the Today Show. Uh-huh. Kind of sound like what Tamara Hall going okay, through. Okay, oh, yes. Shirley. Yes, our girl, okay. Tamara Hall. Tamara Hall. Love me some Tamara Hall. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Mary Jane working on this uh, morning news, syndicated morning news TV show. And Rhonda, the head anchor, is trying to force Mary Jane out of the newsroom by, of course, hiring Justin and Michael Ely's character. He's uh, kind of like a puppet. Mm-hmm. Rhonda is what Mary Jane is calling him. Mm-hmm. Now, also, shout out to former reality star and hip-hop artist Cardi B. Oh, you yeah. guys, if you watch Love and Hip Hop New York, the New York franchise of that show, you know your girl Cardi B. She is truly off the chain. Oh, yeah. Well, she was a guest star on Being Mary Jane, and she was playing, what else? A reality star. Her name was Mercedes. Now, in this audio clip, Mary Jane, she was mad at Cardi B. They had a morning show interview. And the interview, it went all wrong. It was a disaster. And uh, Mary Jane was very upset with uh, Mercedes. So take a listen to this. That's Mr. Diddy ass right there. (laughs) Listen, you backwards ass country bama. I was trying to help you. Help me do what? I don't need your game help. You know what I am? I'm Mercedes. You a Buick. (laughs) (laughs) You a Buick. Yeah, so Cardi B, you know, she's doing her thing. She's moving on to acting and having her rap and singing career. And I don't think she's going to be on Love and Hip Hop anymore. She says she doesn't have time for uh, shooting that show and the drama that's associated with that show. I heard that uh, she talked about that. And she's moving on, trying to be a star, moving on to bigger things, kind of like with NeNe. Uh, yeah, yeah. what NeNe Leaks mm-hmm. is doing. So that is your reality update. I think that's all we have time for. All right. Okay. One more time. <laughs> yeah, Put yeah. your hands together. Show your love for the white lady, Steve. For the white lady. <laughs> really, Steve? <laughs> she could she sing, though. That girl could sing. Yeah, she mm-hmm. could. Oh, she was really, really good. Yeah, she was really good. Had people on her on their feet in the Apollo, man. I know. Man, she so you were there, right, Julia? Yeah, it was, but it was good to see her. She was actually killing because we didn't know what she was going to do. We did not right. know. All right, thank you, Carla, as always. Coming up, (laughs) hang on tight. The pastors are coming up next. We'll be back. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here.
good hole. Oh, it's time. Oh, it's time. That's what time it is. Uh, I, uh, we got to get to it. I'm Motown. I'm Def Jam. And here's the sermon today. Bring it, Pastor. If you guilty, uh-huh. there's some places you just can't go no more. All right, all right, all right, all right. How they talking about freeing? Uh-huh. He stayed on the street from a school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, now, you know he going to go that way wherever he goes. Good hell well he going down by that school. Got to go to the grocery store. He going to pass by that school. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to Disneyland no damn more. We better not catch you down there at Disneyland <laughs> no damn more. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's Sitting crazy. up in here, you know, for most of us, <sighs> It's painful to watch some of these TV shows. He's sitting there with popcorn. Mm, mm, mm. He's going to have to Nickelode. take his cable. He can't watch Nickelodeon no more. They off of Nickelodeon. He on that. Can't believe his luck. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he down at Six Flags just in the parking lot drunk. Popcorn and, and cotton Ooh. candy just passing it out. Look a hill. Look a hill. Look a hill. Get in the car, get in the car, get in the car, get in the car. Some Sorry. places he can't go. That's right, Pastor. That's right, Pastor. <laughs> Sunday school. Uh, not, not, not where the Lord is. Not the do question. Now, don't do that. Don't show up down here <sighs> no more. <sighs> Kindergarten <sighs> class. Yeah, don't come yeah. down. Lord, don't come to the Cub Scout meeting. <laughs> I don't do that. Not the Cubs, guys. You can't go nowhere. So let's get this situation uh, put in this proper, proper perspective. Pastor, hmm? let's whoop that. Yes. yes. Amen. You know, Amen. You know Amen. Deacon, Amen. I'm Amen. all for that. Soon yeah, as they yeah. free him, yeah. let's just go down Thank now. Thank you. Pull him out. Yeah. And whoop his ass with a box of Girl Scout cookies. That's right. And then throw him in the shower. That's where he like to be anyhow. Let's do it just like that. But I don't you, you, you taking it too far now. Slow, I'm sorry, I'm slow sorry. down. Let's I'm stay on the outskirts of the joke. Don't ever right. run up in the middle of the joke now. Okay. You got right. to stay away from oh that Lord. now. But let's just do it like I tell you what we can whoop him with. Well, we can whoop him. Let's whoop him. Let's whoop him. Just move on. Whoop him well, Come Come on, on, well, let's get him there. Let's pop his ass with some towels. <laughs> I didn't well, say you, shower, did I? That, that you just lie. went right back over there. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's get to these back-to-back jams. Let's go, Cat. All right, y'all, coming up, we got time for just one more thing. Or we'll tell you about it uh, right after the break, 48 after that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we come back. Uh, we got time for just one thing. The story's out. LeBron James is mad. Okay, I don't know what that is. Oh, Uncle, you ain't heard that yet? Ooh, no, he's mad. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Seems like everybody from Cleveland been mad. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, <laughs> Point it out, nephew. <laughs> Put some light on the subject.
All right, here we go. Uh, Just one more thing before we get out of here. In case you missed this, Charles Barkley recently called LeBron James whiny and inappropriate for criticizing the Cavs. LeBron responded by taking personal shots at Charles Barkley. He said, I'm not the one who threw somebody through a window. I never spit on a kid. I never had unpaid debt in Vegas. I never said I'm not a role model. I never showed up at uh, to All-Star Weekend on Sunday because I was in Vegas all weekend partying. Uh, LeBron continued by saying he spent 14 years in the game and represented the NBA the right way and never got in trouble. Charles responded saying that he won't take LeBron's remarks personal and he won't back off what he said about him. Hmm. Now, Super Bowl 51 okay, well, is uh, Sunday. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I just blow through this. Can't go past this. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I like both these boys. Okay. I do, too. I do, too. I like both these boys. Charles Barkley been my dude long time, man. Mm-hmm. And so, so is LeBron. You understand? They, they, they just good dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't like it when it get like this. You know, yeah. uh, I don't like it to get personal. Chuck, Chuck doing his job as a commentator. Charles Barkley doing his job as a commentator. Oh, when he called then, him you know, whiny. But then, see, when you say a man whiny, though, you, you know, you going at him, and now he going. That's personal. Fire back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It get a little personal. Mm-hmm. So you know, you gotta. You got to try to look at both sides and weigh it out and just go, damn, bros, but hold up. Because, you know, Barkley's a legend. Make no mistake. LeBron James is arguably. Come on now. The the greatest basketball (laughs) player. Well, on the planet right now, he is the greatest Mm -hmm. basketball player. I'm I'm going to go with him all (laughs) times. No, no. Uh, Michael Jordan will go down as that, I do believe. It's be really hard to. Beat That's what Jordan debate. did for the game. That's not a yeah. debate. Okay. No, so me and you ain't going to argue. How about that? Well, me no, no, me and you arguing now. <laughs> Wait a minute. What kind of person want to get in the argument? Steve is tired. <laughs> here. Because, because, you know, what, 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 what I think happened is because of what Jordan did for the game. Yeah, how he changed. Internationally, yeah. that right. jump symbol is worldwide. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Jerry West on them socks, and that and that, that NBA logo. He just, mm-hmm. you know, some things because yeah. it was the first. It's kind of hard to top that, you know. But LeBron James Tommy. is the, like the greatest basketball player on the planet right now today. Now he's gonna go down as one of the top ball players. Jordan will always have that special thing. It's like you know, when it comes to dunking, you know, Dr. J was. The guy that put that on. I get now. it. I get it. It's like Genevieve was my first, but I don't have her logo nowhere. But she was my first. <laughs> He's so stupid. Wow. He would say anything. You, you really you got what does that have moment? to do with she the NBA? We talking about who was your first? I mean, logo. they was no, the first not. to do that. I just we're said not talking Genevieve about the NBA. Have a logo? Yeah, we're not talking. We're talking about the NBA. That's what we're talking. That is about. your thoughts. Yeah. Steve. You know what, Tommy? You know you talking about the first. You know, I ran up into my first uh, in D.C. <laughs> oh, we went back to it. <laughs> and she scared me. What do you mean? I don't want to see my first. That's what, I, I don't even want to see her. What do you I mean she down. scared you? Ooh, she ain't look the same. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't see no that going. That's what I, mm-hmm. I threw myself away for you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wow. What? what? Wow. I gave myself away today. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my I goodness! I say that one right there. <laughs> oh, people change over the years. Oh man, change over I the gave years. Gave myself away for you. <laughs> what, was I drinking? I don't remember drinking. Y'all remember y'all first? I saw mine uh-huh. at the mall. <laughs> okay, Carla. I did. I saw him at the mall. My first boyfriend. I bumped into him and his his girlfriend. I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I kept walking. <laughs> wow, Shirley. I haven't, because I don't live in Chicago anymore, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Junior, I know you probably have seen your first. Uh, yeah, I've seen him. And? Mm-hmm. I've just seen him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I act you like I didn't even know you don't, Y'all don't keep in touch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I walked right past. She didn't even know I'm me. trying to. <laughs> I would speak and say hello and how mm-hmm. are you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, first of all, she's wide so right now, so it took a while for her to turn. <laughs> by the time she saw me, I had walked by already. <laughs> He's that so is stupid. so not nice. He's so stupid. <laughs> well, that's the truth, though, Shirley. I no, love it, though. Hey. Shirley, he looks straight crazy. <laughs> <laughs> mm. There was no way I was talking to him. Yeah. You remember me? <laughs> that's what it is, Steve, especially with you, I know. Yeah. You famous. Me <laughs> you remember me? Uh-uh. <laughs> you should. <laughs> hey, we got to go, Steve. Right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I like can't want to talk to us no more anyway. Whatever, <laughs> that just we out. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Turn your volume up if you're with me, For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, 
host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.